Hey girls, welcome to Girl Podcast, a podcast by girls and for girls. I'm your girl host, Maralina, and this is my girlfriend, River. In this podcast, we as the world's hottest and most interesting girls mm-hmm. with semi-authorized <laughs> access to professional recording equipment, we'll be discussing the world's hottest and most interesting topics. In today's inaugural episode, um... <clears throat> What what do we have? What do we have? Do we have a plan? No. No. Um, but we do have a recording studio, and it is midnight. Um, we do. Do we have things to talk about? It's midnight oh nine actually. Okay. Do we have things to talk about? We do many things. So many things. Um, are we funny? Oh, def- most definitely. I think sometimes we are. Um, are we girls? Um. <laughs> anyway. Um. Welcome to the inaugural episode. <laughs> There's been a lot of hype surrounding this podcast in the community. Will it um, live up to it? Yes. Okay. Um, what's been happening in life? What's in been happening in life? Of um, today? What's been happening is... Silence. My mind went blank. You finished I Love You. I did finish I Love You. Let's give some the I, viewers I, some context on what thanks, this is. Thanks, you too. Um... Okay. I think the viewers know what I Love Hugh is. No. I Love Hugh is a lovely, wonderful game in which you are given tiles of colors um, and you have to sort them into a gradient, essentially. Um, there it's are, quite mesmerizing. Ah, you really think so? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't know how many levels there are in it. Um, I don't know if I want to know the number, um, but I did reach the end of the game. It's probably more than two. The fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? Um, like hundreds, perhaps thousands. I don't know. Thousands seems extreme. I don't know if it is actually. Like, let's just. We don't need to check. What if I do a quick Google search? Like, do you think Google would tell me Google. how many? <laughs> I said Google. <laughs> I said it correctly. How many levels of I love you are there? Over 900 levels. So I've played over 900 levels of the original hit color-based puzzle game, I Love You. The hit color-based puzzle game? <laughs> That's what Google called that it. That is a genre. Color-based. I can think of many hundreds, Name even another thousands, color-based puzzle color-based game. puzzle games. What else? Um, what else is there? The joke is that, oh, um, I love you too. Aw, thanks. <laughs> um, in more important news. Um, yes, tell me you're more important news. Yeah. More important than me finishing this. Yeah. I just, like, What's more important than your life my, is my more life. More important than my like current hyperfixation being forcibly ended by it not existing for me anymore. Right. Um, um, pray for me. Yeah. What's next? What's next for you on your hyperfixation journey? What's next for journey? you? What's next for me? What's, what are the next steps you're taking in your life? Right, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> Do so, you have anything prepared to talk about? That's crazy. I don't, actually. But, no? This um, is, like, totally spontaneous? Yeah, this is totally spontaneous. Okay, something crazy. does come to mind, though, spontaneously. No way. Tell um, me more. Is that in my career, my job um, <laughs> as a barista at an undisclosed location... 
Can we disclose the location? No, we can't actually. Why? We don't know our audience, and I don't want to get fired from <laughs> said location. Okay. Um, but opportunities have been presented to me at this location, um, and I I'm entering my CEO managerial class <laughs> bourgeois arc. Does it come with a pay raise? I don't know. Like it better. It comes with like not. an hour raise. So like I'll be working more anyway. Okay. Which means I'll make more money. Okay. Um Yeah, on what this podcast we job? love capitalism. We love the grind set. And most importantly, we love being girls. We who are, are sigma also, males on this podcast. <laughs> we are sigma males, but we are also girl bosses and both of those things can coexist and they should it's coexist. True. Um yeah, the gender spectrum means Shh. being both. I repeat my question once again. What if you don't get the job? Well, that'll be awkward because I've <laughs> told everyone you in have my life told that everyone it's in the bag. You are telling the podcast publicly. I'm telling the podcast publicly that I will get this job and it's, I'm manifesting it because like, what who else if is you don't? Get, who else is going to get what it? What if you don't? Well, I've also had that mindset when it comes to jobs and then I have not gotten the job. Okay, but the requisites for the job, like, I fit perfectly. Hi. Yes, you've mentioned. Yeah, I guess I'm just, like, perfect at my job and, like, have so oh much my God, experience. What's next? And, yeah. Anyway, Let's moving talk on. about the midterm elections. Yeah, so... That's something not enough people are talking about. Right, yeah. I'm a registered voter in Montana. Yes. Um, which means nothing, because <laughs> nothing happened anyway. Nothing good happened anyway. Um, in Montana, yeah. I mean, well, there was like the anti-abortion thing, right? And there then, was like, that didn't happen, so yay. There was a law proposing um, severe penalties for doctors who didn't resuscitate embryos and fetuses that were born prematurely. Mind you, as a child development expert, um, the age of viability in which a um, a fetus can exist outside of the womb and survive is seven months when the lungs are fully developed so a baby born before seven months has like a very 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 slim chance of survival because without medical intervention it will die because its lungs are not fully developed and it cannot breathe um anyway back to you river um yeah so fun science fact of the day thank you thank you um that did not pass so if a fetus is born prematurely, just let it die. No, um, so I don't actually think that's what the law is. <laughs> yeah, that is. I actually. Um, We're in the red. Let's let's pull back. Let's be a little quieter. Let's keep our inside voices <laughs> okay, on. I'm turning my mic down because I think it's me. You're speaking I too loud. I think I'm the problem. You are. Because you're at 4.9 decibels and I'm at negative 0.9. I don't know what that means. It means I'm the problem. Cool. Yeah. So another thing about the midterm elections is that. Republicans across the nation have predicted what they call a red wave, a red tsunami even. The other red wave is um, the blood that came out of my thumb earlier today when I was cutting a bagel and, a bagel. Sliced, <laughs> and sliced my <laughs> finger open. I was there. I saw it. And yeah, then I found out River had never used a knife in that so that's sensationalism. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it in that way. I didn't um, mean it in a sensationalist way. Ow! <laughs> I simply mean that River had never been in the kitchen cooking um, and, you know, like, 
or like even washing dishes or something of the sort um, and had been using a knife or cleaning said knife um, and cut themselves with it. And I just thought, wow, we've really led such different lives. So um, then when they cut themselves, I really don't want to diminish your pain and your experiences, but I thought that it was like severe emergency room level injury because you ran out of the room um, like hopping down the hallway, like, like, I don't even know how to describe like the sounds and reactions that you had. Um, but I thought that it was going to be a very serious injury. Um, and it was just a new experience for you. So I really hope that it you enjoyed a and you, experience. it's never a pleasant experience. It's painful. That's like the whole point of cutting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase that. <laughs> We provide hot takes on this podcast. We do. Um, this is a difficult subject to talk about without it sounding like you're referencing self-harm. Right. Um, which is not what I'm doing. I don't know if this will be edited out. We it probably will. should, yes. Um, I'm going to um, respond to the allegations that have been presented towards me in this podcast thus far. Um, my co-host has made it seem that I've like never been in a kitchen before and never... like done anything which is largely you came to to college not knowing how to do laundry so i think this allegation is like perfectly valid the allegations are largely correct they are just being sensationalized to an extent that i disagree with okay Um, so i actually don't have any all i'm saying is you'd never used a knife to the extent that you would like slip and cut yourself which i feel like is a situation that happens like not often if you have good knife skills Um, but like it happens. It's like a normal occurrence. It is painful though. And I'm really sorry that you had to experience that. Thank you for Um, acknowledging my pain. Yeah. We did not have to use the bodily fluid cleanup kit in the toll kitchen, but we did use other, um, resources provided by the, like the first aid kit, the first aid kit attached to the wall. That is really useful that it's in the kitchen. They were like, yeah, exactly, because people event. will be using knives in the kitchen or uh, like a hot item and will burn themselves or cut themselves or otherwise right. injure themselves. I think that is injuries are like decently common in the kitchen, um, which and you might. Come no one to learn. can ever say that this podcast isn't educational. <laughs> it's true. This kitchens is really educational. Dangerous. Kitchens sometimes. Yeah. Kitchens be careful. Have, yeah. Everyone learn how to cook and do it safely. This is a cautionary um, tale. And with that being said, with that advice that we're offering to you, um, we will be moving on to our next session. S- <laughs> <laughs> our what? <laughs> we will be moving on to our next segment um, in which we've promised to offer you advice for all the problems and questions that you may have in your life. Right. Um, so we received an overwhelming amount of submissions to this Google form. To be exact. <laughs> Um, and some of them were frankly um, lame. Do they were lame. They were lame. They were um, just frankly like uncreative, unfunny, didn't laugh. Um, just like <laughs> do better next time. Yeah, that's. Um, but we will like be acknowledging them because we do appreciate. So and love thank our you, fans. thank you for submitting. That being said, there will be some submissions that we received that we will not be addressing. Um, and those include, number one, RAR XD. Number two, LMAO. Number three, what happened to y'all being asexual? And number four, please, I am small child. I need money for bread. 
And that concludes the ones we will not be addressing. To be honest, some of these other ones, be more creative next time, respectfully. Um, but thank you anyway for your submission. So um, onto the questions. How do I make the gay go away? And that's a great question, which I've been grappling with my entire life. It is a struggle, but it can be achieved. Um, <laughs> I've managed through extensive therapy throughout the years and community building and, and heterosexual praxis. I've managed okay. to make the gay go away. Um, um, sucks that you haven't been able to overcome that yet, but maybe in time, if you just stop thinking about it. Um, that's my advice. Okay, well... Homosexuality is unethical. And that oh. is the position we take on this podcast. Okay. Um, I feel like I have like a deep-seated fear that someone would be listening to this podcast that like does not know us. <laughs> and I need the, to, to clarify in this inaugural No one episode. is going to be listening to this podcast that does not know us. We never know. We never oh, know. That's what true. If we We're going to build a really big fan base and then they're going to like go through like the backlog of the episodes and yeah. they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna say wow they um, really hate gay people so to our adoring fans we thank are you for people. your dedication we are gay people unfortunately we are dating anyway um that was an extensive answer to a question that didn't need an extensive answer it's true so we'll be moving on to the next question which is a very important one that's been plaguing Just ask the question. many in our culture, which is, should I have a hoe phase? Um, my response to that is, who are you? We would love to know. We did send that's out this a, form anonymously. Who are you? But we um, want to know. Reach out to us, please. Um, Email us. Thank next you. question. What say you about the fertilizer shortage and impending global famine? Um, I don't that like sucks. to think about that. That sucks. <laughs> L. A fun fact about us is that we actually don't like to think about the impending. Uh, yeah, doom we of actually had had a discussion about this recently, and just like the fact that impending doom is so um, present, imminent? so inevitable. imminent. It's so imminent. It's so inevitable. There are so many adjectives you could use to describe the in imminent um, imminentity. <laughs> one might say of the doom that we are facing, um, and our personal choices are to simply not think about it, at least not on a personal level. So what say you about the fertilizer shortage and impending global famine? Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And Moving I don't on. think there's a problem with that. No. We're going to get canceled. That's okay. Anyway, next anyway. question. You want to ask it? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> on a similar note, do you think the proliferation of substance consumption <laughs> is just the newest remedy for minimizing the terrible and never-ending fear of death uniquely experienced <laughs> by humankind. Yes. My answer to that is... Yes, it is a remedy. Is it, like, fixing anything about the, like, terrible and never-ending fear of death uniquely experienced by humankind? Like, no. Um, but it makes things a little more fun. It does. Makes things a little more... Manageable. A little less Bearable. impending doom, you know? Um... That being said, I'm going to take a sip of this lovely 2021 Riesling right. from Trader Joe's. We do love to commit to the bit, and the bit is the bit consuming is these substances. substance consumption. Yeah. Next question. Can you guys please make me a rum and coke? No. All right, and then this is a series by Miles, who was high at the time. Thank you for your input. I don't know how to answer these, so I will be reading them off. Um, number one. Mara Lijabeam, so honey, help. Miles. 
New name just dropped. <laughs> Marlajabi. How are got today? I am dead CF. What is the secret to life? Miles. How do? Enter. You make a pie. Miles. Um, like, a, what kind of pie? Like, if you, like, ask a more specific question, um, I might be able to answer that. How does the quadratic four soul work? Miles Mille. Um, I know you meant quadratic formula, Miles, so I'm just going off of that. Um, quadratic formula <clears throat> is x equals negative, negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4ac all over 2a. Yeah. Thank you for the question, Miles, um, and I hope our response helped. Um, hope and you then, passed algebra too. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Madalena and River. How are you today? Miles Miller. I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you doing, River? I'm also good. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, and then finally, I am good. How are you? Mad Liana. <laughs> Who made Liana mad? <laughs> anyway, I'll next sure question. If hands were feet and feet were vegan nuggets, would cannibalism be okay? Sure. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I don't think I would want to eat feet. But like, <laughs> like, yeah, sure, it would be okay. Um, once again, like, not everyone likes vegan nuggets. If they were the vegan nuggets that the hawk used to have, maybe I would participate. But if they were the vegan nuggets that they have right now, I would not be participating because I don't want to eat feet, and those vegan nuggets wouldn't make it worth it. Um, yeah, I just think that if I were to commit an act of cannibalism in the first place, I would not be eating the feet. That's a good point. That's just my personal take. I, I agree with that. Next question is how to girl. I don't think you're asking the right people about that. On girl podcast, we can't answer that. <laughs> On girl podcast, this is information that we keep for ourselves and that you don't get. You'll learn. Yeah, you will learn how to girl as well as us one day, but we can't tell you anything about that. You're asking the wrong people, simply, is, exactly. is our answer. Um, should I attempt to teach myself Blender over the weekend in a few hours, or will I die, yes or no? Um, I am not a virgin, so <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question. Um, I yeah. spend my weekends going out on the town. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, I would agree with everything that River said. Everything that my co-host said. Right. A very pertinent question is, where do babies come from? Um. The geese. <laughs> the geese? The it's a stork. Of course, the geese. <laughs> it's a stork. It's not the goose. It's no, a stork. Um, because of the 2008 financial crisis, they had to get rid of the storks. So they couldn't afford them anymore. So they're geese now. Okay. Next question. I can't stop listening to Nicki Minaj. Help. Yeah, so when we sent out this request for advice, we asked if anyone had any problems. I and don't what you're see describing a here, here is not a problem. Um, yeah, I really don't see an issue here. Do you have any song recommendations for this person? Bees in the Bees Trap. In the trap. <laughs> um, and once again, that is spelled B-E-E-Z in the trap. Um... <laughs> How do you make getting on top of a lofted bed look sexy? I think this is a point of contention between the two of us. It really is, and we will discuss. What is your opinion, River? 
I think it's just inherently impossible. You, I think it's it's just a dehumanizing experience. The institution of the university itself has made lofted beds the norm. Uh, the norm in order to create this dehumanizing environment for those who want to look sexy getting onto the lofted bed. Um, so I, I would presume that it is impossible. See, I disagree. I think that the secret to it truly is a combination of three factors, and those are velocity, enthusiasm, and hip mobility. Some of yeah. us have none of those. Neither velocity, enthusiasm, nor hip mobility? Yeah. Um, I think you can. You're capable of it. You can do it. Is that not an ableist sentiment? Have you ever tr climbed a tree in your life? No. And I don't think that needs and to that be relevant shows, in this conversation. I think. But I think it is relevant because this is something that really came to mind when I was thinking about the concept of climbing on to a lofted twin XL. Um, and that, like, I feel that the leg motion of trying to climb up onto the side of it is very similar to that of when I personally was a child in an environment in which I climbed trees and like sometimes I just find it really impressive like to think about like the heights to which I was able to get my legs you know my foot like the little foothold was like fully like at the, my eye level um and I think that if you hone those skills as a child then it makes getting into a lofted twin XL a little bit sexier because you know that you're capable of it I did not grow up climbing trees, I will concede that point, but I did grow up being tall, which okay, gives me an inherent you. advantage. Fuck I you. And um, even though I do have this inherent advantage, I still believe it's, it's a dehumanizing experience no matter what. Okay, dehumanizing is fair. But there is a provided ladder on the lofted twin XL, um, and I'm just curious as to... Um, is simply using the ladder sufficiently sexy? Because I, I don't think so. What if you like leap onto the bed, <laughs> like a little jump? I don't, I don't know about that one. Um, but I think that the ladder is not sufficiently sexy because, like, you're like crawling. You look like a little bit like I'm you're coming. climbing. <laughs> Are you already? You're just climbing onto the bed. Crickets. <laughs> Sorry. So I think the conclusion that we can come to as the hosts of Girl Podcast are um, the only thing that would make it sexy is just like the feet of like, um, <laughs> no, oh my God. <laughs> like, okay, let me rephrase that. The conclusion that we here at Girl Podcast can come to is that the only thing that can make getting onto a lofted twin XL sexy is like the ability and like the accomplishment of like jumping up without using the ladder you know um and that requires a lot of factors and it's simply like it's not a sexy like it's not sexy in the moment but then you're on the bed and it's like wow that was really impressive you know <laughs> okay anyway um next question how do i format my comp sci resume I think comp sci and I think resume and I think like hacker font, black background, green text, mm. like that specific font. Mm -hmm. um, just make it look cool. Make it look like you can hack into the mainframe, etc. Um, and they'll want you. They will want you. They'll want you so bad. They'll want you so bad. Um, they'll want to hire you and fuck you. 
Yeah, they will. Yeah. That I is think, the ideal for I think that's any the job, I think. Resume is that not only will they want to hire you, they're like, you, wow, they you're you. so good at comp sci and you're so impressive. Anyway, what to do when you're accused of cheating by someone who you've never met? Once again, who are you? Let's, I, yeah. Let's normalize context. I know these are anonymous results, but let's normalize giving any sort of context because I don't even know where to begin to answer this. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Get back to us. Yeah. Show recs that are good for hooking up. Glee. Um. Would you rather be made of gelatinous sauce or straw and sticks? Sauce. 100% sauce. I agree. Because straw and sticks is the same matter type I already am. I would love to be a liquid. Is a gelatinous sauce a liquid? I feel like it's not. It's more <laughs> liquid than skin. It's true. And bones. But would the gelatinous sauce be held in a vessel, or is it just loose gelatinous sauce? I, b I would like to believe it's loose. I would like to be a loose gelatinous sauce. And speaking as a caldas, um, which does mean sweet sauces or syrups, um, I feel I must answer sauce, because it's it's just it's my Intuitive. identity. Yeah. If you were to change Enneagram types, which would it be? I don't really care as long as it's anything but a four. What do you mean by that? Will well, you care to explain? That is a one. That's a great question and actually leads us to the main topic of today's podcast. No way. No way. No way. Yeah. So personality types came out of personality psychology. No we way. do have a psychologist on the pod. Licensed? Um, I do have a driver's license. Yes. That's exactly what I was asking. Yeah. So, personality so, psychology. Tell me more about asks, psychology. It asks us what makes us what we are, what makes us relate to other people. And these theories focus on motivations and psychological interactions. And also, just girls just love to categorize. I know I do. Yeah. I love to categorize. Talk about that. I love to sort things. Um, give me things to sort, and I will do it. And that's so, a personality. Okay, um, I would say it's just that I'm a girl and I like to categorize because girls just love to categorize. And that is how personality psychology originated is because these girls, <laughs> because love, girls to love to categorize. The first girl who did love to categorize was Hippocrates. Okay. Who devised the theory of the four temperaments or the four I humors. I love the four humors. Which came about in 350 BCE. So long ago, such a throwback. Mm -hmm. I remember I can those recite days, these actually. off the top of my head, even. Um, oh, really? They are sanguine, which is blood, phlegm phlegmatic, phlegmatic, which is phlegm, choleric, yellow bile, and melancholic, black bile. And essentially, the theory was that people had different amounts of these fluids, and that would somehow determine their personality. That's or what's identity. actually cleaned up in the bodily fluids cleanup kit in the toll kitchen oh the four temperaments <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's what they're referring to um you open up the first aid kit and they're like this is what you do for black bile <laughs> and each of the fluids were associated with a different type of like emotion so blood was hysterical hysterical <laughs> woman moment <laughs> choleric or the yellow bile was obsessive mm -hmm. um Black bile is melancholic, otherwise known as depressed. Phlegmatic is schizoid. schizoid. Moving on. Anyway. 
A bit later, in the 18th century, Franz Gall, who was a neuroanatomist, devised phrenology. It's bad. It's not good. It wasn't. It's a- eugenics. Yeah. So um, so we here at Girl Podcast are proudly anti-eugenics. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the 19th century, we're just going to skip past the rest of the 18th century because it was just bad. Because next is Phineas Gage, and that's a really important topic to talk about. Yeah, I know you really love. I love him. Phineas Gage. What? Who was Phineas Gage? Um, he was working building a railroad, I believe. Um, and then something exploded, and um, Uh-oh. a stake or something, like the metal kind, <laughs> went through his head, through his brain, like entered Ouch. and exited his skull, and he survived. Yay! But there were significant changes to his personality and his temperament. And so his case is like highly studied by psychologists because yeah. it's crazy. They were He's, like, wow. It's crazy. The he brain survived. is linked to personality. That's It's wild. not just your black bile, it's also your brain. <laughs> Actually, there's three other humors. It's not just the black bile, but okay. Okay. Um, in 1923, we have our fave, Freud, who publishes. The ego and the id. Am I supposed to talk about this? Because I yeah. don't remember what they are entirely. Um, as provided by simplypsychology.org, according to Freud's psychoanalytic theory, the page is loading and so I can't read yet. Um, according to Freud's psychoanalytic theory, the id is the primitive and instinctual part of the mind that contains sexual and aggressive drives and hidden memories. The superego operates as a moral conscience, and the ego is the realistic part that mediates between the desires of the id and the superego. Basically, he was a massive nerd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. How do you pronounce the other man? Jung? Young. Young? Young. 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 Um, fuck, what is his first name? Carl. I'm gonna guess Carl. Why, why am I in all caps? Is it Carl? It is Carl. Fuck yeah! Carl Jung. Yeah. What about him? In the 20th century, Carl Jung came after Freud. They were probably homoerotic besties. What do you mean by that? Just that Jung was working al- er, under Freud mm, and kind of was obsessed. That sounds a little gay. His, yeah, was kind of obsessed with his theories. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Jung's theories were based off of Freud's ideas. It's a little bit gay to be thinking about men's ideas. True. He developed the first type-based personality theory, which is the origins of introversion, introversion extroversion, and extroversion spectrum. And then Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs they Myers Myers Briggs. They were like, "Hey, what if we made 16 personalities?" That would be crazy. That would be a really crazy idea. And so MBTI Myers Briggs type something is a personality type assessment um and i feel like everyone knows about it because everyone knows mbti and everyone knows their mbti type what what are you yeah i'm i'm an infj subtype t i'm an infpt but let's problematize the md mbti why see my stance is that i don't care (laughs) my stance is that i love categorizing as a girl i as a girl, <laughs> I love categorizing, and the MBTI just categorizes incorrectly. 
See, while you might be right, I think the main point of the MBTI is that it's fun and quirky and just like a little a little fun and quirky. Okay, that's a fair assessment. I don't care if it's accurate. I don't care if I take the test twice and I get two different results, as my first psychology professor told us would happen, which is not true. I've taken it multiple times, and I consistently get INFPT. I just think it's fun. I'm going to contest that, though. And silly, and it just doesn't mean that much. I, I'm going to contest that point. Okay. In saying that in the research I did for the pod, over 50% of people, Nerd. when they took the test again got a different result and what about it like why does that matter because it shows that the personality is not the personality type is not consistent it's well, not a personality what are we type doing with this personality changing. type information that is a great question the I mbti would... is actually used for a lot of things like career-based assessments in order to create like working groups in environments like Microsoft or Google. So they're actually used for real world application, which is problematic because they're very inaccurate and not very useful at all. That's fair. And not very psychologically based. And I feel like as a psychologist, you should be concerned about that. Okay. There are other types of personality theories slash tests though. Another prominent one is the Enneagram, which is a series of nine different personality types that are assessed by numbers rather than letters, which I personally love the Enneagram. I know this about you. One thing about Rivers, they love the Enneagram. It's true. I'm a type three and I'm proud. What did you tell me I was? You're a nine. Cool. Yeah. Once again, something we know about girls is that they love to categorize. And I read something recently by Brainfisher Kwan, who I love, called Standing on the Shoulders of Complex Female Characters, talking about how the girlies these days tend to identify with these complex female characters, like Fleabag, or who else? Lana Del Rey? Is she a complex female character? I, don't I feel know. like she's a person. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought it was really interesting how instead of personality types these days, <laughs> these days, kids these days, kids these are days. not into Jungian psychoanalysis they're into what fleabag character am i mm -hmm. girls these days girls these days be like girls these days are commodifying their identities wow yeah that says so much yeah i think a really um salient point in her essay is she talks about being in her hysterical 20th century woman era Mm -hmm. which consists of like not showering or getting out of bed or writing and turning mental illness into a personality type yeah, which is really interesting in our late stage capitalist world. True. 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 But talking about capitalism is sad. It's true. It's true. It's upsetting. <laughs> we don't need to talk about capitalism we on don't. this we podcast. We don't. We do that enough. It's a safe space. The capitalism-free safe capitalism. space. We know that girls love to categorize. And we know that girls love templates for which to categorize things into, whether that is MBTI or similar personality types that may or may not be accurate. It's just a common theme to want to put things into little boxes and to want to know very specific aspects of yourself, um, which brings us to the phenomenon of BuzzFeed quizzes, which is something that I personally, I think is so goofy and funny. And so, River, I've chosen a quiz for you today that I really need you to take. Wonderful. Um, and it is a BuzzFeed quiz entitled, Lots of Great Artists Have Been Releasing New Music Lately. So make a playlist and we'll tell you which album matches your vibe. I would love to know what my vibe is. Every day I wake up and I wonder, what is my vibe? 
And I'm really excited for this quiz to answer mm -hmm. that. Okay, so I have the BuzzFeed quiz open. The first yes, question is, do. first, what vibe do you want your new place to have? I ask myself this every day, honestly. <laughs> the options are energetic, laid back, nostalgia, nostalgia core, core, and... What vibe are you feeling right now? I'm putting a lot of mental effort into choosing this first question. Don't. Nostalgia core is really funny to me. Okay, nostalgia core. Yeah, we're going to choose that. Second question. Choose a song to kick off your playlist. Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj is the first option. Great and I'm one. not going to read the rest Great of the questions one. or the answers because that is that is the Once only again, one. another recommendation for whoever asked a Nicki Minaj related question. So right. your recommendations currently stand at Ease in the Trap and Super Freaky Girl. I affirm this. Right. The second question or the third question is to choose another song for the playlist. We have The Only Exception by Paramore. Good Day by 21 Pilots, <laughs> Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, and My Hair by Ariana Grande. I love Driver's License. Does that go with Super Freaky Girl? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Okay, cool. The vibe is Russian Roulette. The vibe is Nostalgia Core, actually. Right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is Nostalgia Core for me. Okay. Okay. Choose another song. Yeah, we're choosing another song. Levitating by Dua Lipa. It's Time by Imagine Dragons. Of course. I'm not even going to read the rest. It has to be Imagine Dragons. We're doing Nostalgia Core. Add an oldie. I'm going to do the Beatles song for my father. Shout out okay. to my father. Which artist would you like to include in your playlist? Selena Gomez. Charlie, Charlie Puth. Puth. The Cardigans or the Beatles? More Beatles. Yes, we love the we Beatles love here the on Beatles. the pod. Definitely not problematic in any sense. They were always perfect. Yeah. 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 Finally, add a song from one of these new albums. Bejeweled by Taylor Swift, a classic. Made You Look by Megan Trainer. There'd Better Be a Mirror Ball by Arctic Monkeys. Okay, Taylor Swift. And Go Find Yourself or Whatever by Carly Rae Jepsen. Unfortunately, I've only listened to the hit Taylor Swift one, um, so I'm going to have to choose that. Let's find my result. So my result, result is The Car by Arctic Monkeys. Which I feel is profiling me as emo. Your song selection shows you have great taste in music. You probably play an instrument and love listening to new artists. Mm, yeah. You enjoy city living, and morning is your favorite part of the day. Tell me about it. Especially when it's sunny. You love meeting your friends and driving around. True. This is Can't true. Object. This feels accurate. So this does feel accurate. What I have do we love learned from this? And driving around. What does what have we learned from this? Is that BuzzFeed BuzzFeed is an accurate measure of personality. I I would agree. So what have you chosen for me today? Do you have a quiz? I do have a quiz for you. I think it is something I've really wanted to know about you for a while. Okay. Um, I know we've been dating for a while, but this is just something I don't know about you. Okay. So the quiz is how hard do you slay? I don't know. How hard do I slay? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. And this is a you quiz. So we're working with a different scale of measurement here. What's your favorite color? It is asking. Blue, purple, red, orange, yellow, green, black, pink, or I don't really have a favorite. And one thing about me is You're not I'm going to be an indecisive and I am not, not good at choosing type favorites. Nine. So my answer is I don't really have a favorite. Next. What's your favorite animal? Cats and I stand by that. Dogs? I don't really know. Like snakes or something? Or I love all animals so much. <laughs> don't be annoying. I'm going with I don't really know. Of course. <laughs> what color hair do you have? I'm a ginger. Brown. Blonde, but it's my whole personality. Black. Any other color. Or 
I'm just blonde. I'm brown. That's just objectively untrue right now. No, my hair is fully brown right now. What color is this then? What would you call my hair color? Black. This is not black. Okay. Have you ever seen brown? <laughs> no. Okay. Question four out of six. Are your ears pierced? Yes. Do you have any pets? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Are you a girl or a guy? <laughs> uh, This is girl podcast, so I am a girl. Right. You slay so hard, like for real, is my result. Wow. That's a shocking result. I wouldn't have expected that from you. Um, now what? Now what? What do you mean, now what? What's next is that we've come to the end of what we've had prepared for the inaugural episode of Girl Podcast. I feel throughout this episode, we've learned a lot about ourselves, each other, Enneagrams, MBTIs, yeah, personality types, personality types, personality tests. We've answered a lot of really interesting questions. We've had a lot of really right. interesting discussions. And we really look forward to continuing this with you. That was so quiet. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Girl Podcast. Thank you for tuning into Girl Podcast. Um, I'm your host, River. I'm your host, Madalena. Our next episode will be in an undefined period of time. This episode will be released in an undefined, undefined period of time. Period of time. Um, but we hope you enjoy. And we hope you tune in for our next episode, whenever that may be. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the vine boom <laughs>